Welcome to today's sports and entertainment podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm Sean Heath, and today I get to have a conversation with Roberto Balestrini, the founder of the American Foot Golf League and president of the Federation for International Foot Golf. Roberto, how are you today? I'm doing fine, Sean. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, now, I hope I said your last name correctly. That's fine. My Italian father will be happy with your pronunciation. Give me kind of your journey and how you wound up being the founder of the American Foot Golf League. Well, you're talking about foot golf. It's a fantastic concept. Um, it's what we call the best game ever invented, and you will see that. Um, basically, uh, from I mean, since ever, people that kick a soccer ball aim to something. So back in 1920, uh, some um, person in in Chicago area invented a game called Codeball, C-O-D-E-B-A-L-L, Codeball. Um, they made like a six hole or something around a golf course here and there, and they kick a soccer ball with no rules. So it was not actually a soccer ball, it was something not a regular soccer ball. So then on the 80s, late 80s, 90s, the, um, some guys in Switzerland, uh, they were kicking on the mountains, aiming to the trees. And, uh, and then in Scandinavia, they play on the, on the beach. They dig some holes on, on the sand. And in Ireland, they were playing on the farms, probably... Uh, aiming to to anything that was moving there, and um, but um, at the end of the nineties, uh, starting the two thousand, some um, professional um, soccer player um, that I had uh, some friends in the Netherlands, um, they share in a conversation with his brother and his business companion Michael Jensen. Uh, that uh, after practice, when they were playing uh, football, soccer, uh, after practice, they used to compete in between the players to see who got back to the locker room in the less number of kicks. So these guys say, oh, that sounds interesting. That sounds like um, uh, golf to me. So without my knowledge at the time, or without anybody's knowledge, those guys start working in an idea, in a concept, and say, wait a minute, why we don't take full advantage of the real estate in a golf course and we locate some holes yards away from the greens? Actually, in Europe now, many courses, they, they set up those caps in the back of the greens. But anyway, at the time... And then say, why well, we don't kick a soccer ball and play nine holes? So um, they were working on the uniform, some kind of uniform that was friendly for golfers. And they took like a, quite a few years thinking about uh, that concept and translate a game that has been playing since or forever under different rules and names to put together a concept called foot golf which is playing with the basic rules of golf um, on a golf course, kicking a regular number five soccer ball. That's how foot golf as we play today was uh, invented. I would imagine that there's a certain degree of 
um, of collaboration that happens with golf courses because uh, kicking a soccer ball is really not going to cause damage to a fairway or to a green the same way that a golf club. I mean, you're not taking a divot when you're kicking a soccer ball. No, no, not at all. And that is interesting because uh, uh, to continue with the history of foot golf and, uh, and to connect that with what you uh, just say, uh, back in 2008, there was a soccer game in San Diego. It was a friendly soccer game between Mexico and Argentina. I was living in North San Diego County. And um, and I decided to go. So I stopped by La Jolla, which is where all the teams stayed. The both teams stayed in, in, in some uh, resort there. And uh, since I speak the language, because I was raised in Argentina, I spent half of my life. I'm 55 years old. I spent half of my life in Argentina, half of my life in California. Uh, so I decided to approach the guys from the Argentinian press because I wanted to meet Leo Messi. You know, the kid was 19 years old at the time. And um, of course, I meet these guys, and um, I have the possibility to meet Leo Messi. I was very excited, just for the picture, of course. And uh, that was in 2008. Back in 2011, I, was, uh, I had a condo in, um, in, um, in Palm Springs, California, and I was watching TV searching for different soccer games around the world. And then I find out a, a TV show called This is Foot Golf in Spanish, Esto es Foot Golf, that um, a famous, uh, famous player from Boca Juniors was kicking a soccer ball in a golf course. It blew out my mind. I call my, I live in, I mean, I'm still living in Palm Springs area in Southern California. We have 125 golf courses. I called my wife and say, came to see this. Her um, father and two brothers are hardcore golfers. They said, you are not going to believe this. And she immediately fell in love with the concept. But uh, you know what, Sean? When they, I mean, when they finished the show, I pay attention to the producers of that show. And they were, two of those guys were the same people that I met three years before in San Diego on that friendly soccer game. So the coincidence that was, was, was amazing. So I pick up the, the, the phone, I call, talk to this guy. I ask them about foot golf. And they say, well, it's an European sport. We can connect you with the Netherlands, with Hungary. We're mo mostly the two countries that they continue playing that sport uh, over there. So between the Foot Golf Holland between um, the Hungarian Football Federation and the Argentinian Football Association. They give me all the information. And in November 2011, we launched the American Foot Golf League and we introduced Foot Golf in North America. So, but we introduced the sport because we love the concept. We had no idea what was going on with the golf industry that for the past 10 years has been losing 1.3% in participation and they were closing one golf course a week. So it looks like when they pay attention to what foot golf is and they learn 
that we don't use the, re the, the greens, we don't use uh, soccer cleats, we don't run, we keep the pace of play, and we introduce new faces to golf courses, that was like a bingo, you know, and foot golf was welcome. And today we have over the American Foot Golf League, have over 500 courses in 50 states, DC, Puerto Rico, Virgin Island, and in Canada, in Mexico. So we are in North America playing under the rules of the Federation for International Football. I was a pretty good golfer uh, about 15 years ago. And one Sunday morning at about 6.30, I was out on a golf course and okay. I just realized, why am I spending all this time playing golf when I could be spending it hanging out with my, with my children? You know, and so then I, I just stopped playing. <laughs> yeah, that's normal. Golfers, they feel guilty. Yeah, I know. So I stopped playing golf. I have I've only played one round of golf in 15 years, and that was with the charity event. And so I think that people who get into golf, I mean, there's a, a high price to start playing golf. You have to have clubs. You have to have shoes. You, how many golf balls are you going to lose? You have to rent a card if you if it's on. I mean, there's a lot. It's an expensive sport. And generally, it it's something that's not taking place as a family activity. I have to say, foot golf is really intriguing to me because for two reasons, it's something that families can do I don't have to go to a swing coach to learn how to kick a ball. Everybody can kick a ball, right? But even more importantly, I'm not going to lose nine soccer balls on the first nine holes. <laughs> and you are not going to lose your mind. Well, you, you, I mean, you nail it. This is exactly what it is. So, I mean, just to be clear, golf is a fantastic, a beautiful sport. But it's the number one elite sport in the world. But soccer is the number one popular sport in the world. You have 25 million, uh, let's say, you have 25 million golfers in the US, 30, 35 million in the world. You have 325 million soccer players in the world. You have 26 million soccer players in the United States growing 8% annually. Plus another 25 million passive soccer players not registered in any leagues or whatever. So with golf, yes. With golf, you have to go to the stress of buying the right equipment. You have to pay uh, for a trainer. Uh, but it's an amazing, amazing game. It's an amazing sport. But it's not for perhaps for everybody. Now with uh, foot golf... Um, foot golf, the beauty about it is that it can be as fun or competitive as you want. In my case, I'm 55 years old and spend all day in front of my computer or traveling, but working. So I enjoy foot golf when I go with my wife and, uh, and rent a round of uh, foot golf. We have eight foot golf courses here in the Colchella Valley in Pan Spring area. And I got my speaker and I got a bottle of champagne. Frank Sinatra sounds fantastic on the green at 6 p.m. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if probably if you and me, if we play together after call number two or three, we will stop making eye contact <laughs> and we will compete, you know? So like you say, Sean, I mean, you nailed it. Anyone can kick a soccer ball and walk towards a 21 inches cap located far away from the greens, you know? So you can exercise. I mean, 
you can be four years old or 80, my father-in-law, 83 years old. He played foot golf. He's a hardcore golfer, but he understands, you know, that he played for fun. Now, former soccer players, former professional soccer players, people that used to be on the spotlight, and when they got an injury, Oh, when, I mean, at 30, 35 years old, you cannot run like an 18 years old anymore, okay? So they used to be on the spotlight, and when they get retired, at least they become great coaches or they, you know, work for some TV station, they, they fade. So for those guys, is that we are working for, in, in the near future, we're going to create a professional foot golf league. In the meantime, we have a big number of players that they work, let's say, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and they don't need 10 friends or 20 friends to go and play soccer, so they pick up the phone and book a tea time, and they go and kick a soccer ball and enjoy for two hours at the most in a golf course. And if they have a friend that play golf, like in your case, that you can play golf and your daughter can play foot golf, and you guys spend a good time in a beautiful uh, golf course. I mean, it's, the, the concept is amazing. I like the thought that I can now officially and legally use a foot wedge, whereas my buddies would always give me grief about that when we were playing golf. But with foot golf, <laughs> a foot wedge is actually legal. So I like that. Uh, but, let's but, talk you, about but you're going to need a soccer ball. Oh, yeah. Well, and, but I, I have to say, the money that I'm going to save on lost balls, Roberto, I'm going to save a fortune. Literally, I'm going to save a fortune on, on lost balls. So let's yeah, talk about that family aspect a little bit more, okay? Because I know that you just did a project with Disney. Now, Roberto, yes. anytime you partner with Disney, that's a big deal. So feel free to tell me everything you can about that partnership. Well, it's uh, all we can say at this point, because they're st still testing the course, okay? All we can say at this point is that the, the American Foot Golf League um, helped uh, Arnold Palmer Golf Management to set up a foot golf course on the Oak Trail course um, in Disney World in Orlando area. Uh, it's an 18 hole foot golf course um, and we're using less than 2,500 yards of the course to set up uh, the foot golf course. It's a par 69 for a uh, foot golf. And after February 22nd, it's gonna be open for the public. Right now, it's um, um, the Disney employees with one guest can test the course. And uh, they are very happy. It's something new. It's something that people is doing for fun. It's like a, my wife say, I mean, a, a golf course is like a park with a beautiful landscape or with a beautiful manicure. And, um, and I mean, people that never been in a golf course before, now are spending time and money in a golf course. And we're talking about family, less than 2% of the population play golf. So people that live two or three blocks away from a golf course, 
they never been inside on a golf course or maybe for a wedding, <laughs> okay? Um, and now they are spending time and money. They are learning the etiquette of golf, kicking a soccer ball, and the golf industry can welcome those new faces, those new players, and introduce them to the game grain of golf. Actually, actually, we, the American Football League, is the governing body for the sport of foot golf under the Federation for International Foot Golf. There were almost 40 countries. And uh, the Team USA is the American Foot Golf League. We won the last World Cup 2016, and we're going to the next World Cup in 2000, December 2018 in Marrakesh. So half of my players, half of our players, they are golfers. And the other half, they are going to the driving range, they are taking golf lessons, they are watching golf on TV, on, on video game, because they have to think as golfers. They have to learn how to read the course. A soccer player, they play in a flat surface, they pass the ball, they have a goalkeeper, they play with other people. In foot golf, you have to stand in front of, uh, behind the ball, and you have to read the course. You have the long drive, you have the approach, you had to do the putt, and it's, you have to think as a golfer. So, um, what well, is happening? I mean, many golf courses, not only in Disney World now, but at you in resorts, in Orlando area, the Rich Garden in Orlando, Desert Willow Golf Resort in Palm Desert, uh, the El Conquistador, which is a Waldorf Astoria property in Puerto Rico. Uh, I mean, many resorts. Um, they are using foot golf to keep the guests on property because not everybody that goes to a golf resort play golf. So it's a new activity and it's a family activity. Don't you love it? It's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's only so many massages you can get at a resort if you don't play golf. Yeah, <laughs> that's correct. You know, and it's not expensive. It's cheaper. And you know what? You can set up the distances are shorter. So you can set up the 18 hole of foot golf around the front nine or the back nine, and it takes you the same time to play nine hole of golf and nine hole of foot golf. The American Foot Golf League actually is the only official organization for foot golf in the country and help you not only with equipment, but with the proper equipment, but also with the golf course design, which is included you know, in, in the service we do, and we help you and we bring a national and international and local tournaments to those facilities. So we help with the players as well. Well, for people who I would imagine you're going to get a ton of visitors to footgolf.us for people who want to get more information about the American Foot Golf League and the Federation for International Foot Golf, FIFG.org. Today, I've been having an extremely instructive conversation with Roberto Balestrini, the founder of the American Foot Golf League and president of the Federation for International Foot Golf. Roberto, thanks so much for taking the time today. And when you and Leo uh, Messi decide to go out and play a round of uh, foot golf, I'd be happy to go along and be your caddy. Just let me know the day and I will definitely be there. You know what? I'm not going to play with Leo Messi because I find out on that picture that he's taller than me. So um, that was about Joe, but uh, that's the truth. No, so no, no. Thank you very much, Sean. <laughs>
Well, I think it would definitely be a it would be a change in tees. He has to play back from the black tees, and you and I would get to play yeah, from the white. from the forward. Yes, you're right. So, Sean, thank you so much for your interest in foot golf, and I hope I see you around. And when you want to play, just give me a call. I hook you up. Thank you so much, Roberto. Best of luck to your Argentinian squad in the world in no, the upcoming no, no, World Cup. The U- Wish oh, you yeah, the best the of luck. USA is not going to be on this. No, no, Argentina's part of I the wasn't. Past. I was okay. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring up the fact that the U.S. didn't make the World Cup, but it is what it it is. 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 You know what? Maybe, maybe they could spend some of their time now that they're not at the World Cup. Maybe they could spend some time playing. Let me tell you something that you're going to love. This one you hear about. Now you're talking about the U.S. team. You hear about the American Outlaws, right? It's the supporting group. Okay, so the founders, great friend of mine. Okay, so uh, Corey and Justin, I mean, they are so in love with foot golf. The American Outlaws, they have, a, you, you, should, you should meet them. They have 191 chapters in the country with over 31,000 paid members. And the American Outlaws, each one of those chapters is going to organize a foot golf event for their fan. So, um, uh, and well, we will be all together in the following World Cup, supporting the U.S. team. Absolutely. I look forward to that, Roberto. Thanks again. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I definitely look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thank you very much, and have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.